So it's the okay. So let's let's close our eyes and copy this over to God. Thank you, Father. Once again, you have gathered us, elects into your name, Father, so that we can learn, discuss more, and be productive. And because we love, we are lovers of your word, Father. We want to know more about you and ourselves, and so that we can apply all that you are teaching into our life and have a wonderful kingdom life on this planet. Father, we commit each and every member in this group. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Okay, Jack, so you can unmute. Uh. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's more like a discussion. So today's uh, topic uh, is uh, Matthew 18, 23 to 20, 35. So we go straight to 31, 31, 31, 31. Okay. 31, 31, 30, ah, 30, 30, yeah. 30, yeah. So, you know the story, lah. this is story about the unforgiving servant. He owes the king 10,000 denarius. Then, uh, when the king cleared his debt, forgive him, he went and catch his servant who owe him 100 denarius and he put him into prison he catch his uh, family want to sell them as slave and not be forgiving as he was forgiven so on verse 30 but he refused when the servant went back him for time if you see in verse 29 he said have patience with me i will pay you back he refused in verse 30 he refused Instead, he went off and had the man thrown in the prison until he paid the debt. So, when somebody saw and told the master, some translation is a king, some master, and master called him back and said, I cancel when you're back, but you're not forgiving. So, the, for the master put him in the jail to be tortured until he pay but verse 35 is the key today this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart so today's lesson is uh, who is the brother and the sister anybody want to try So I, I also got other translation, this is NKJV. So my heavenly father will also do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother or sister, lah, his trespasses. So I, in any translation also, it talks about the brother and sister or the brother. It's a lot of issue with this. First thing is uh, Jesus is talking. This is Jesus. So when Jesus says something, Wow, I, I pay most attention to because it's God talking okay. and mostly he talks in parable and also it's very futuristic he doesn't talk uh, for those people there he's talking to us and I believe what he has to say is heavenly language that those people without spirit won't be able to understand or translate anybody want to try before I we, we share Slash, uh, 
Miss Teresa. Uh, I believe, like you say, who are your brothers and sisters? Uh, in verse 35, is actually about us, is it? If, if all of us would do not forgive one another, you know, our Heavenly Father will also not forgive us. So in other words, we must all forgive one another. And we cannot be so unforgiving towards one another, brothers and sisters. That's why I, I think, you know. Celeste? I think uh, brothers and sisters here means our neighbor, anyone other than us. Any, so they, it could be also uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, but from what I see in this verse, it could be just our neighbors, uh, anybody, because God forgive everybody. Saki? Uh, so it's like um okay so let's say uh brothers and sisters sometimes um what i felt is like say you would forgive from your heart sometimes uh whatever people do unto us eventually with time and everything we would tend to forget because we are so caught up with our life we actually don't remember other people's mistakes Maybe at the spur of the moment, uh, we will remember what they did to us or we might feel hurt. But eventually, as time passes by and then as we become busy, we actually, uh, when you come to think about it, other people's uh, mistake towards us does not carry a barrier to us so much. Uh. But in like my case, I would uh, rather say that the mistake here is my own mistake because like um, it's very difficult to forgive myself. So sometimes like, um, whenever a situation happens, uh, it will be like more of like why I went into the situation and then so it's it's like it's more difficult to forgive myself and I will regret even more of myself rather than for others so I would say it's me myself the guilt on me because another day when uh, Jesus is telling that uh, like the punishment if you, you don't forgive you will go to jail Um, like if you don't like it's more of like if you have a guilt in yourself and if you don't forgive yourself that's when the that means you you don't have the faith kind of a thing so it's like more of the consequence that's why you would end up uh be tormented lah. that's what i feel lah. okay so now we go to the worst lah. okay the story maybe you get more idea uh -huh. therefore the kingdom of heaven was 23 yeah is like a certain king who wanted to settle account with the servant and when he had begun to settle account one was brought to him and who owe him 10,000 but he was not able to pay that is all, us, all of us not able to pay our debt and he commanded his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and, and that payment be made okay this is uh, the law the law requires us to go to hell and take everything everything will be paid so now verse 26 the servant therefore fell down before him saying master uh, have, patience. have patience with me and i will pay you all then the master was moved with compassion released him and forgave him 
the debt. He put here, forgive him the debt. Some translation, he cleared the debt, all his debt. So, we know this, this part is God forgiving all our debt through his righteous act of baptism, death, and resurrection. All sin is been forgiven, not any sin. Just all means Allah. Okay, now, so the verse 28 is. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii and he laid hand on him and took him by the throat saying, pay me what you owe. So normally in real life situation, I don't think any worse will go and do this. Uh, even if worse person is sinned against us, somehow after we are born again, we tend to be able to forgive so much better, right? Yeah. Uh, our, our ability to, to forgive uh, is has been so good because God we keep on remembering that God forgive us. So I don't think brothers and sisters is talking about other people, just like how Sister Jack said. Uh, nowadays we don't do this. In fact, even the non-born again, they hardly have time to for revenge. I don't think any of us have any like a revenge motive in you against anybody or not. That you're going to take an action. You're going to put that person uh, pay, eh? make him pay. Kasi aja. right? So this is wrong. Okay, 29. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, have patience with me and I will pay you. But he refused. We know once we're born again and our flesh fall, the flesh somehow it wants to pay for the sin that he committed. Oh, I have done, uh, I've done something wrong and I have to pay for it. Sometimes we do feel ourselves, we need to pay in our flesh that we need to pay for the wrong that we have done. We have to correct it, we have to pay for it. Lah. So now the flesh what he says is, Instead, he went off and had the man thrown in the, into prison. Prison here is a mind. We lock ourselves in the mind of the flesh until we come out of the villa when the Holy Spirit, just like in Romans 8, 1, it says there's no condemnation. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit prompts us, uh, reminding us, hey, you already forgiven, la, already paid. God knows. That you're going to sin in future you that one also pay already now only your your the future has become present present time and you actually commit that sin and you're thinking suddenly you need to lock yourself you are tormented in your heart and you want to punish yourself by in it's in the mind you're not punishing by flesh we are punishing ourselves in the mind are you forgetting the righteous act of jesus for all but, and, and we are putting our mind into prison for a while. And what happens? Of course, the Holy Spirit will prompt us. Always, the first job of the Holy Spirit is uh, Romans 8, chapter 1. Always. There's no condemnation. Who's telling that? Paul is telling. Why he's telling? The Holy Spirit prompt to him, right? It prompt to all of us, right? Every single time we, we especially when we sin, the first thing the Holy Spirit does is Jesus paid. No condemnation. No condemnation. We are champion of condemnation. No condemnation. Really. So first thing he do, no condemnation. Now, 
when we condemn ourselves the holy spirit we actually uh it's worse he says we are making yeah making the holy spirit grieve the only way we can grieve the holy spirit is by telling the holy spirit no lah this one cannot be forgiven but we will come out of it our mind the captive captivity will come out of it but for while we went into the prison so then the master calls which is god i cancel your sin already 100% by you want to punish yourself by grieving by being sad by forgetting the bible verse that says there is no condemnation now you are condemning yourself i told you there is no condemnation so what god does he allows the heavenly father will treat each of you the same okay this verse is better so the heavenly father will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive yourself his trespass i always see in roman in the new testament after the gospel it doesn't about talk about sin anymore it has tra- transited into trespasses that one is a lesson for another day lah <laughs> but you almost cannot find sin or the action sin as mentioned as sin mostly paul is always talking about trespasses our iniquities our fallen nature that's very another interesting thing okay so now what heavenly father will do he will do to you exactly what you did to your flesh that means you prison your flesh you prison your mind you will allow it so that is that is also grace so the more we are tormented the more faster we tend to come out from that tormentation from the more faster we will realize uh, the bible was it says there's no condemnation so this is what i understand lah, from this bible story So, what do you guys think? To add on to it, let's yes. say if you um actually when you don't forgive someone, let's say if I don't forgive someone, uh, anybody lah, a brother, sister, or anyone, actually uh come to think about it, it's something that is happening in my heart or in my mind where I'm not letting it go. So in other words, I'm not letting it go means I'm not forgetting about it, I'm not forgiving it. So when I'm not forgiving it and letting it go, that's why I'm actually pondering and going against it and so forth. So like here, when he go against his servant, he just couldn't accept that that he has been forgiven in other words. So, so that's why it still means that he did not... Uh, how to say accepted the forgiveness to himself that's why he he put himself into that because when you tend to take revenge or anything you are actually putting your mind in, into that that prison hood again correct Richard? uh that the part that you say he didn't enjoy the forgiveness mm. I, I, that one i'm not sure because you already been forgiven a, a, uh, forgiven but accepting it like like he is forgiven, right? But whether he wants to live in that forgiveness. Oh, I got it, I got it. So for a while, he forget about the forgiveness. Or like that, that uh, yeah, forgiven. so that's why he gets tormented in his mind, in other words, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I forgot agree. about the grace of God, in other words. I mean, like, 
he couldn't like part the grace of uh, like like the part when he went to the servant to make him pay, uh-huh. only at that moment he remembered that someone else has forgiven him and he had found the grace. He wouldn't have done that, right? So that's, I feel like that's poor of the moment that, that grace was not not there. So, mm. so when you don't exercise grace, God will let the mind torment you until you come back to your realization that you know God has actually forgiven you full and full uh. I'm kind of understand <laughs> kind of something kind of <laughs> but the, another thing I want to ask uh, the father in the heaven will do to you I mean God says it's gonna, not going to punish you right? no punishment no eternal punishment but some translation you see the verse 35 right he says uh-huh. that father will punish you I mean once you're already forgiven, the, you, do you think God will ever punish you again? It's the consequence of the flesh. Correct. But do you think Father will punish us? You say Father will treat us, Father will punish us. A lot of New Testament says uh, He will punish. But what again, does it God punish or not? I don't think so. <laughs> How do you think? Eh? Sister Teresa, you think God will punish us? Uh, the born again? For the born again, do any... I, believe, I believe they won't punish us again. Uh, you know? But, uh, All right, right. Uh, but then... Sometimes, like, even born again, also we come back to the flesh and then we put ourselves in the jail again and again. But uh, I believe God was never meant to punish us again and again, also, in a way. That's why I, I believe, uh, you know. Agreed. But then, uh, most of us are, we are. Sometimes we will come to be, you know, uh, to the place where we are so unforgiving and then we, we put ourselves into, you know, the flesh again, over and over again. And that's what uh, I think, I believe what this passage was telling us, uh, the, you know, that uh, we, we are not, we are not able to, sometimes we are not able to, to uh to forgive ourselves and then we tend to to come back to the to the first point of, of not knowing that uh, God has already cancelled all our debts. I don't. I think this is what I believe in this passage. I think yeah, that itself was punishment for what we walk in the flesh. We are putting our mind to prison that is also already a punishment to walk in flesh it's a to walk in spirit is a privilege so every time i walk in flesh it's a punishment by itself because i need to go, uh, go through the consequence of the earth and also the you you, you feel condemned when you're in flesh yeah yeah 
<laughs> so it's it's a mind battling ma like it's all the mind so when you're in the flesh you are you will be really tormented you'll go to depression or stress or so whatever so mm. you are actually harming yourself i mean it's like it's like uh, going through a very difficult time last storm by joining the spirit you are very highly thinking you are more in a peace and a kingdom kind of a life yeah. la so yeah. Like, yeah like god has already taken you out of the jail out of the prison he has already given you freedom but when you walk back in flesh you're just going back into that clutches of darkness la and then you have the consequence la both of the law consequence on the world and own mm. stress and all that la unnecessary stress la i would say anxiety but, and anger i believe we cannot avoid that also we will walk in flesh we will go into uh, yeah. all that we we will uh, so it's i think it's a process every single time we go to flesh we come back to spirit go to flesh it's a cycle uh, always going to be the same cycle i have come to uh, understand the cycle in my life flesh spirit flesh sometimes i allow my flesh to rise and then i come back to spirit so for me i'm very content already how the spirit and flesh works in me Actually, like, uh, brother, I just want to add, lah. Since usually after all this time, I realize whenever there's a parable that Jesus say, right, he always say the similar parable, like either before or after one. He's always talking about the same um things that he want to teach, but using different different story, right? So even like before this parable about the jailer, he was talking about how um. If two or three are gathered in harmony, they agree. You know, then um, whatever they ask, um, is it? Well, let me kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever, yeah, uh, whatever they ask will come to pass and be done by them for the Father in heaven. So, because if you see amplified version, it say if two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together. That means about whatever. So, um, what I understand is like. Must be agree, ma. Like you said, uh, law is the one that shows. Even before that, also got one parable. He was saying about how, uh, just before this only, he says that yeah, if a hundred sheep, one is uh gone astray, he would he would leave the ninety nine to take one. So it also shows that he cares about the salvation more. That ultimately, um, this is how precious a person's salvation is to God. That's how I see it, lah. That God will go all out to 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 find that one sheep, and then. And and usually that's how I see this as well. Like, the the one that go find the sheep is the shepherd. It's not like a stranger or wolf that go find the sheep. That means, the sheep belongs to God already. Like someone that actually, um, is either already believe or, or they're seeking. So, the shepherd will go find them, right? And and bring them back, no matter how far they go. Um, even though all the other sheep is uh the shepherd sheep, but it is still his responsibility to go all out. That's how important a soul is, right? So lost could be maybe either lost their way or whatever, but ultimately the sheep still belongs to the shepherd. So that's why the shepherd will go and find. And then after that, it says this one ma. So. Like what you say, lah. The brothers and sister could really means also ourselves. It also means others as well, of course. But ultimately, it shows that um, God wants us to know that 
if we are in agreement, that means like a, I don't know how to explain this properly though. Like a, because before this, it says two person on earth agree, right? Then whatever that comes, um, whatever they ask God will provide, ma. It means that, uh, it could also means like maybe if we are agreeing with whatever Jesus has paid for us agree, right? So it will be paid for. That's why it, it, it says like two or three gather and then it will say uh, two, right? So ultimately, this is also, uh, from. it could also means that like, um, if we agree that what Christ has done for us, paid for all our sin, you know, then we will have, um, we'll be at peace. But if we disagree and then we want to, um, whatever Jesus has paid for us and we still want to go, you know, pay for ourselves, like, or like this one, it says we want to still, um, exactly. say, um, get the debts back, paid for whatever, lah, then, then it's ourselves, in a way, we ourselves throw ourselves back to, to, um, yeah, to jail like, Slash, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yep, yep. I, I agree with you. I think that's the another way of saying the, the other part, two or three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very good. One. I also like the other one you said. The hundred who's lost. Uh. Oh, that's the the hundred one, uh, one if goes astray. Huh. Jesus come and looking for that one shows that our faith, you know, we know for sure he will come and look for us. Our faith on the salvation that we have also. Mm-hmm. Our faith on Jesus also it shows that also. When we know, like how Celeste uh, Jesus will come and surely look for me. You are having faith on Jesus that he will come and look for you. Even if you go straight. I mean, you are not, uh, how to say, depending on your faith, eh? flesh. You know yourself and you don't trust yourself so much that you know la, you know yourself you will fall even if i fall my my jesus will come look for me but i feel the faith there yeah i, I agree with that but it's better to have faith in jesus than to our own flesh that we won't fall yeah correct we won't oh, go yeah, straight brother. Brother David, I also found very interesting, like in the same chapter, right? If you read chapter yeah. 6, right? Jesus also say, but whoever causes one of this little one who believes and acknowledge and cleave to me stumble in sin and whatever. Ma. So this sin is unbelief. Ma. Yeah. Mm. Verse so, 6. Because, yeah, verse 6. Because the sin here, if amplified classic version, it says that is who entice him or hinder him in right conduct or thought. So this is actually... The unbelief really ma. when you have unbelief you don't have the right conduct and thought ma. so that's why it was also uh, before this is by saying that um we must have like a childlike faith yeah in the beginning uh, of the chapter you will say like child like faith child like faith means child will not go and take revenge or fight like mm-mm. they never hold grudges right yeah, and he will also believe whatever Jesus say and just believe it mm-hmm. genuinely, wholeheartedly and not after believing like an adult, after believing one adult here, doubt there and then, you know, torture try ourselves. To use, yeah, try to use their own effort to do something. Mm-mm-mm. Like a child, he, he will never like, um, like, they fight immediately their friend, you know, so oh, you did this to me, they, they, they don't hold grudges, right? Yeah. That's in the like beginning. Jackie, 
Like who? Yeah, like how you told just uh, you, you watch a drama right recently you told me <laughs> <laughs> the businessman the Chinese drama she's watching now. Not Korean drama lah. Korean drama. Korean <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the businessmen keep preventing each other people everyone because they are doing business. So but in real life think so lah like that lah. No lah, but in real life, out there in the world, there are people who take revenge and all that lah. But I don't know. But but if it's where their heart is, that's what they want to do ah. So if their heart is in the world, they want certain position, they will go after it by all means lah. Yeah, but for but people who are not, a born again wouldn't be bothered lah because their aim is totally different already. Well, it's nothing to do with the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you are born again, like you will come to a stage where nothing else matters. It just doesn't matter anymore already, right? Yeah. What, what what values? There's nothing. Nothing matters anymore. As long you are saved, you are in God's righteousness. Nothing else matters. You just want to bring this good news to another person so that they can get saved. That's all. So ultimately, if see Jesus also, he just like how Celeste said, he was only interested on salvation, getting a soul saved. That's all. Yeah. yeah, that was his ultimate goal. Anyway, right? He yeah. never moved away. The only, yeah, I, I don't know. I believe like the only thing is that it requires us to do is just to contend for the faith, to continuously believe. Because I think that is harder, you know. Ah. Hmm. Continuous belief is like the only work we need to do. Yeah, we still fail or whatever, but that's why we need to the content here. That's why sometimes I understand the content is meaning we must always fight to believe again like a child mm. that's how we set our mind straight oh. mm. yeah yeah that's the work lah. in uh, James 2 verse 10 I think says yeah. the same thing the work there it says uh, it's faith content for there the be anything else not content for the faith yeah. uh, the verse it says uh, the work of our work, uh, one again, work is faith. We have faith. Yeah, mm. but of course, that one quite interesting. I was just reading it recently only. So, like, just, I think just Sunday only I was reading it. Like, because it says, uh, at first it's very confusing, right? If you read that, right? If you don't understand, it's like, oh, something, hey, why this, like this, like this, like But then, if you understand, because uh, James was saying that, uh, show, uh, whoever y'all don't show your works, right? It sounds like as if he wants you to work like mm-hmm. that, right? But he was like, uh, whoever that's uh, don't don't work, and then if you don't show me your work, I will show you uh, my faith through my work, right? So actually, yeah. it's vice versa. Like that's why the content, the work here that we must do is always fight. But when we believe again, that's when we will do the right things, right? Uh, so that's why it's more like contending for our uh, mind. Mm. So therefore, that's why because we contend, like how he also used the example of Abraham, because he content and he believed God. That's why he, he can trust God to protect his son. That's why he did that out of trusting. That's Safe. the work. Uh. Yeah, yeah, so that's the work. The work is actually just keep on believing, contending for the faith. Mm. That is just keep on believing. That is the work. Amen. Mm. Amen. Agreed. Okay, so we have less than five minutes. Oh. Okay, like some other issues, uh, we some of like a... Uh, one of the brothers didn't join here today, two other people. So some of them asked a very, very difficult question because today I don't think anybody have a difficult question. I want to ask you, Celeste, and Sister Teresa. 
In flesh, can we love God? Uh? Think so. I mean, in, if you are not born again. If not born again, no. Not born again, right? Yeah. Uh, so Teresa. I think it's no because you are not born again. Okay. In Old Testament, none of them are born again. So, is the, does it mean that in Old Testament, nobody loved God? But then they were circumcised. Ma. Not, not to say the word, la, but they were shown outside circumcised. That's the thing. That's why it depends how this question is asked, though. Ah, uh, in the sense that they are not born again. Uh, so there's no way only born again can love God but not born again they are not born again but David said uh, God said David after my heart it shows mm. that David loved God so yeah. we know as a born again in flesh we can never love God but they were all in flesh so we contradicting they love in human standards like humanly But then again, because they are in the old covenant, yeah, born again wasn't like a thing yet then. But yeah. because they just believe in whatever God say, and then they were circumcised based on that belief. Uh, because circumcision also means um, circumcision of the heart, ma. So because of that, they also and with the sacrificial system. They are also God's people, though the word born again wasn't used then. But technically, they are kind of born. They are born again. Mm-mm. They are believers. Born again. They are not born again. Technically, they, the so they, are, again, <laughs> they are righteous, but they are still sinner. Sin was taken only after Jesus, but they are righteous. God considered them as a righteous person. Uh, uh, this is a very long discussion, but Jack said, what is she said, I like love also. I accept, I also don't know the answer. So I accept the answer that Jack gave. Uh, called, love is conditional. Sometimes when they are good time, they love God. Sometimes bad time, they can't. But what you say, I understand. They are righteous, but they are sinners. Time's up. Okay, let's have, time's up. So <laughs> we, we meet again next week on the discussion. So this is how it is. La. So let's pray and conclude. Father in heaven, thank you for the wonderful time that we have shared, Father. We have shared your word. We have uh, tried to understand your word. Give us your Holy Spirit so that we may understand it further. Allow us to understand it according to your mind of Christ, Father, and apply it in our life. I commit each and everyone in this group, Father, that you will help to be with us all the time. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Bye. Amen. Bye everybody. Bye. See you all on Sunday. Yeah, good night. Bye. Bye Sanjay. Bye. Bye, Bye Sister Teresa. Bye. Bye. Bye Sister Jackie. Bye Sister Teresa.